It was orange. Absolutely orange. And you never heard anything like it. But you will. As we hear the story of Captain Gamble's uniform on Theater 5. for nightfall, the hawk. I'm not sitting here like a duck with a busted port screw. If he had to reload, Captain, he might have given up in this storm. Put your nose into that scud, Mr. Tubman. We're downwind of diesel oil. When you've been in this war long enough, you'll know the sink of a U-boat. He's sitting out there waiting, picking his teeth and his own good time. <laughs> Before we split wide open. Uh, the shaft. The whole thing's blown out of line. Mr. Hayes? Yes, sir. When I send for a man from the bridge, I mean for him to come. I do not mean in his own good time. I do not mean I will come for him. I mean he will come when I call him. Yes, sir, but we can't move on this screw, Captain. The port shaft is bowed. Put the mechanics on it. We want results, Mr. Hayes, not your expert opinion. Captain Gamble, 3,000 yards, sir. He's on the way again. Right forward order, Mr. Tubman. Aye, sir. Stone station alert. I want you on the bridge, Mr. Hayes, now. <laughs> Mr. Howell, man the boat. Stand ready, all of you. 2,000 yards, Bridge. He's coming on. Get on that gun, Mr. Hayes. When you see him, fire. 1,500 yards. Still coming. Fire, Mr. Fire! Bridge. Bridge, you hear me? Forward magazine is burning. Fire in the hole. Left full runner. Put the star to it. Forward to the stack, Bridge. We're breaking apart. Abandoned ship! You all right, Henderson? Those burns are festering in the sun. Miller, too. If we only had something to cover them. Nothing left. All the men in ducks tore them up for bandages. The storm got the rest. Captain Fly down there still has his pants. What's left of him? Takes a lot to cover a man his size. Well, he got out of that sea alive anyway. That was something. Yeah, but not much. What do we do now? Oh, somebody will pick us up on the convoy route. Yeah, if we don't lose it, they won't break convoy for us. Why should they break convoy, Mr. Maxim? The command of a ship means discipline. Order from top to bottom. 
You understand that too, don't you, Mr. Hayes? Order from top to bottom? Yes, sir. Then get on those oars again. You too, Mr. Tubbin. Hi, sir. When I want to know, Captain, is where we headed with all this rowing. Everybody wants to know. Are we holding the convoy route? Where I... are the ships? I am not aware that a commanding officer is obliged to report to his crew. But rowing in the sun is senseless, Captain. Unless we're headed somewhere. Are we making the Antilles? We are headed, Mr. Hayes, for ship's order and discipline. Unless it's achieved, I'll nail you before the maritime court. And let me warn you all. My ears are sharp as an elk's. And I'm as big as an ox. Now, lean to those oars, all of you. I tell you, he's out of his skull. Yeah. We're rowing this thing in circles just because he calls it order. It's a week now, Hayes. The brain men are worse. If he doesn't say where we're going, I'm for... You're for what? You heard what Henderson said. He's going to die, isn't he? I'm afraid so. A dying man knows. Get rid of him, he said. Get rid of Captain Gamble. You're the one he lays into. You're his fall guy, Hayes. I know, I know. I sleep lightly, Mr. Hayes, when I'm listening to conspiracy. You all know the consequence of mutiny at sea? I'll see that they hang you for it. Now, I've got the only gun. Who's going to take it away? Ten days rowing in this sun. I'll get the gun gamble and then I'll... Maxon! Don't be an idiot! Get back here! Let him come! Maxon, come and wait, look! What is it? A light! It's a light! It's land! It's land! Lean to the oars! <laughs> Lord, Uncle Albert, they are near Donneen. They have been half naked in this time. Water, Edward. Water, bring water to them now. Now, one last time now, here. These men need doctors, a hospital. Can you get them there at once? Oh, yes, yes, sir. The ambulance, Edward, call it. What happened, sir? Was your ship torpedoed? That's right. Submarine. What place is this? Where are we? St. Vincent Island. West Indies. British? Yes, sir. Windward Island. All right, you. Can we get some clothing here? Something to cover ourselves? Oh, cotton is quite scarce, sir, because of the hostility. But uh, we shall find something. Oh, we have a tailor who's a wizard. Oh, quite nice. Handsome, sir. Like a merchant uniform. White ducks, you call it? I call it white ducks, my good man. And I say you're one genius of a tailor. I am, too. But it is the end of white ducks. All that cotton is gone now. Finished. No more on the island? What about Captain Gamble's uniform? We had only end pieces. Your commander is a very large man. No single piece was big enough. But you fit the others. With the smaller pieces, sir. But I have other cloth for Gamble. Beautiful cloth for a very large man. Do you mean 
mean to tell me, Mr. Hayes, that he couldn't find anything else? Well, there's, uh, there's no more white, sir. Uh, th this is a sample of all that's left. The... Well, tell him to get it from another island. There's no shipping, sir. Naked in this room a week and this is what you find me? You expect a ship's commander to wear a suit made of this? It's very cool, sir. Call me blowed! Look at the color, Mr. Hayes! It's orange! Orange! Absolutely orange! <laughs> Hayes, over here. Hello, Maxon. Government. Hey, they got rum. What do you have? I'll have rum. You gotta fight a war. This is the way to do it. Here's to U boats everywhere. Now, that's all right, but I got a family. I want to get away from here. Before the captain's suit is finished? <laughs> now, Mr. Hayes. You've missed the whole purpose of this shipwreck. You don't stay to see Gamble in that suit. He's gonna be pretty as a sunset. I've been wondering, how do you give orders in an orange suit? You give orange orders. Oh, come on. <laughs> the way I see it, it's poetic justice. When he gets into that thing, nobody's going to keep a straight face, including the natives. <laughs> You'll see to that, won't you? Let me know when he looks in the mirror, Toby. He won't have to. You'll hear it crack. Oh, he's coming out, sir. He's walking to the door. Oh, it is a beautiful suit. A very orange suit. Don't overdo it, Max, and he knows how he looks. <laughs> Go on, kid. Tell him he's pretty. Like a big fire, Captain. Like a fat orange Is that what's he doing? Walking down the street, shaking hands. You gotta give him credit the way he walked down that street with everybody laughing. You'll give him credit. I remember what he is. Yeah. Don't forget the lifeboat. Afternoon, Mr. Hayes. Hello, Albert. Gentlemen. Did you round up that equipment, Albert? Yes, sir. It's been left in Kingston. The generator, too? Yes, sir. Uh, but we uh, don't have anyone who understands it. If you got those parts, we'll make it work. Ever known anybody so anxious to get back into the war? Quiet, quiet, here he comes. Can't take that needle in long. Ah, Mr. Hayes, Mr. Tubman. Afternoon, Captain. Mind if I join you, Mr. Maxson? Mine? No, sir. Oh, damn. Bartender, drink all around. What? Rum, Mr. Hayes? Well, uh, yes, sir. Uh, you know, there's one thing about this suit. Everybody knows who I am. And where. They can't miss you. That's right, Mr. Maxson. <laughs> they knew I was there in the hospital the minute I walked in the door. You... You went to see the crew? Yes, and well, now we got to get that transmitter rigged. Those men need good hospitals. 
And if you don't mind, I'd, I'd like to work with you. <laughs> of course, in this suit, I'd be a good signal just standing on the mountain. <laughs> hey, Maxim, here he comes, the orange elephant. Look at them follow him down the street. It's just nuts. I mean, what that suit did to him. I think he likes the crazy thing. Yeah, look at him out there, waving and smiling like he just told a big joke or something. Uh, gentlemen, good afternoon. Good afternoon, sir. I've been back to the hospital. The men like to hear about the rest of you. Makes them feel better. Well, I meant to tell you, sir. Sorensen told me how much your visits mean to them. Is that right? Yes. Fine men, all of them. To J.R. St. Vincent, signal 05640. Come in. Come in. Maybe the signal's weak. We've been calling three days now, around the clock. I'll take the headphones now. No time to be discouraged, Mr. Tubman. We just got to stay at it. To J.R. St. Vincent, come in. Come in. I'll take the next two, Maxim. You look bushed. Signal 05640. St. Vincent, come in. Come in. Come in, Exmoor. What's he got? Read me, Exmoor. Crew of American merchant vessel Hughes at St. Vincent. What is it, sir? What do you got? The British supply ship Exmoor out of Trinidad. We could make Caracas from there and onto another ship. Read me, Exmoor. The Hughes was torpedoed. Crew at St. Vincent. Can you take us off? What's he saying, What's Captain? What's he saying, sir? That's G-A-M-B-L-E. 05640, St. Vincent. I read that, Exmoor, out. What is it, sir? What do they say? They're checking our registration. When it's verified, they'll pick us up. Three days, maybe. <laughs> Three days! Did you hear that, Max? Three days, sir. In a week, you'll have a new command. Three days, and we'll be away. <laughs> Well, I've taken care of all of it. Men will be brought down in ambulances. Exmoor has cleared space for them. And she'll be in for sure tomorrow? Or tomorrow night. They want the cover of dark coming out on the open sea. We shall miss you, Captain Gamble. Thank and you. the all-on suit, sir. Toby, my boy, it's been an experience. <laughs> I won't forget this suit if I live 200 years. Ah, <laughs> uh, too bad, sir. But it was all Victor could find. That's all right. You've treated us well, Albert. Not a man among us can complain. Oh, here. Buy Toby a nice room. Oh, thank you, sir. Well, it looks like the end of the castaways. Yes, well, now there's something I'd like to say to you men. When we get back to the States, they will restore my command on another ship. But, well, no crew will ever mean what you men have meant to me. It would be the deepest honor I could know if you'd uh, sign aboard with me again. Well, I don't know about the others, sir, but... The honor would be mine. Um, that's the way I feel, sir. Yes, sir, sir, so do I. Well, then, drink up, gentlemen. There's another round coming. Listen to that, Captain Gamble. Yes. A bosun's whistle. They're piping us aboard. Like bloody royalty. Maybe they picked up Churchill, too. <laughs> <laughs> no, Mr. Tubman, no. They're whistling at my suit.
are, Captain Gamble. We can get out of that thing now. Skipper's compliments. He says he weighed more when the war started. He passes this uniform down to you, sir. Ah, look at that, Mr. Hayes. Pure linen and a fit. Or close enough. Let me get it on. Oh, I'll be back, sir. The skipper wants our personnel list. He's making up his table. Oh, this is a cruise, Mr. Hayes. All we need is champagne. Come in, come in. Look at that, will you? Now, that's a real uniform, sir. It's great to see you in the right thing, sir. He's a commanding officer again. Yes, well, now we can shape up, gentlemen, put things back in order. There's a button off that shirt, Mr. Tubman. Y yes, sir. See that it's replaced before dinner. Y yes, sir. Mr. Maxson, you need a shave. Yes, sir. And when you shine those shoes, you'll find me on the bridge, Mr. Hayes. What's with him? Oh, he'll be all right. It's probably the roll of the sea. I wouldn't smoke on deck, Tubman. We're moving out to sea. If you ask me, we've been had. We're right back where we were. He was even giving orders to the captain. No, he wasn't. This skipper's not used to open water. He wanted Gamble's advice, that's all. Maybe. When you're at the captain's table, you don't get up until he does. Gamble walked away as though the ship was his. He said he was tired. It's been a big day. Uh, for me, too. I'm turning in. Is that you, Mr. Hayes? Yes, sir. Well, clean up that gear in there. You left my quarters like a flop house. When I get out of this shower, I want everything stolen. Half of this stuff is his. Tell him to lump it. And get rid of that orange suit, Mr. Hayes. Throw it overboard. I don't want the thing left around. <laughs> There's your answer, Mr. Hayes. Yeah, I guess you're right. The minute he got out of this thing. Like it meant something dirty to him. Or maybe something clean. What do you mean? I don't know. What's that? Station alert. They picked up an enemy sounding. Not again. Haven't we had it? Get out of here, Tubman. Get to the boat. Get, get Mr. Hayes. Mr. Hayes, this door is jammed. Get me out of here. Come on, Max, and get to the boats. I'll take care Mr. of him. Mr. Hayes! Mr. Hayes! Mr. Hayes! Tired, Mr. Tubman. Let me take that oar a while. Uh, thank you, Captain Gamble. He's been rowing relief all night. He's a good man, Gamble is. What'd you do with the uniform? The white one? I threw it overboard. Nice of you to pick up his other suit. He'd have been stark naked without it. I thought of that, too. That's no way to go back to St. Vincent. Captain Gamble's Uniform, written by Richard McCracken and directed by Ted Bell. In the cast, Peter Donald, George Petrie, Evelyn Guster, Gilbert Mack, Sam Raskin, and Guy Sorrell. 
Audio engineer, Marty Folia. Sound technician, Terry Ross. Script editor, Jack C. Wilson. Original music by Alexander Vlastotsenko. Orchestra under the direction of Glenn Osser. We hope you've enjoyed our Theater 5 presentation this evening, and we welcome your comments on these plays. Write to Theater 5, WLS-FM, 360 North Michigan Avenue, Chicago 60601. A tense drama and a science fiction story are featured next Sunday evening at 5.05. The first play is Now Listen to the Tiger. Two wounded soldiers, one American and one the uh, Viet Cong, forget their prejudices when stalked by a tiger. The second play is Deedle Deedle Dumpling, My Son X-1. Creatures from outer space use a teenage boy. That's next Sunday evening at 5.05 on Theater 5 over WLS-FM.